Hi you guys, welcome to episode 20 of Vibing in Valentino. So my past week, I actually took a little bit of a break from social media and it was so nice. It's funny because it's such a big part of our lives and until we take that step back, we don't realize how large of a role it plays in our day-to-day -day lives. And then, you guys, my laptop, three of the keys stopped working completely. It was the one key, the Q key, and the delete button. And I don't know if it's because I didn't carry on my laptop, but I never do usually when I travel with Kusa, just because then I have Kusa, I have Kusa's bag, I have my bag. So it's a lot to carry. That's <laughs> just me. And it's just me. Because I have two hands. Like, what do you guys want me to do? So, I mean, I packed it really well. Like, I sandwiched it between, you know, my clothes. And I've done this before and it's never been any issues. But this time, when I landed and I turned my laptop on, I noticed that those three keys were off. Like, I had to press extra hard for it to work. And then after a few weeks, it stopped working completely. So, I had to send it in to get my laptop serviced. <laughs> So that was great fun, but we're back, we're, we're surviving, we're thriving, we're on a roll, and I wanted to talk to you guys about my weekly weakness before we get into a conversation with our guest of the week. So I discovered this product when I was walking at the mall with my mom, and I walked past the Chanel beauty counter and I was like, this looks so cool. Chanel packaging is always so cute. It's like a thin little like black square and I was like, what is this? And she was like, oh, it's like a face massage tool. So I looked at it and I was like, I need to try it. Anything that's going to prevent wrinkles in the long run, I'm all for. <laughs> so the tool has two sides. It's like a little side for like the eye area and a bigger side for like the rest of your face, obviously. So it's like a gua sha facial massage technique. That's what the ends kind of look like because I googled a gua sha facial massage thing before. It looks kind of similar with like the two ends, but it feels so good and it comes with a little manual so you know what you're doing because I'm not about to describe to you guys. <laughs> it's like five different moves, like we don't have the time for that, but it makes your face way less puffy and I wake up sometimes my eyes are puffy. I started using this little tool and my eyes look completely different everything looks way more contoured not just my eyes but like my cheeks and stuff like that too i'm obsessed with it so i really recommend you guys getting this chanel facial massage tool it's from the little lift line and i love the little lift line my best friends all know that i'm like obsessed with the little lift face cream i've told everybody to try it and i mean i've gotten mixed reviews <laughs> Some of my girls don't like it nearly as much as I do, but this facial massage tool, you can use it with any face cream, and I love it. I highly recommend it. If you guys want to learn a little bit more about facial massage or gua sha or lymphatic drainage detoxing, which is kind of what this is, it's lymphatic drainage for your face, I did episode 14 with lymphatic drainage experts, the Tox LA, and they tell you all about lymphatic drainage and kind of why it's important, what it does for your body, and all that other good stuff. So I suggest you guys go check it out. But it's episode 20, and our guest this week is so funny and very insightful, and it's all about dating and dating etiquette and what we should do and the signs we should look for in a good guy. And it's coming from a matchmaking expert, so you know this shit is legit. But let's get right into it. Our guest this week is a matchmaker. 
I'm not talking about like your friend setting you up with her boyfriend's distant cousin type matchmaking. I'm talking about the real deal. She runs elite connections with her mom, and for over 25 years, they've successfully helped elite high caliber singles find love. They have been featured on Dr. Phil, OWN, which is Oprah Winfrey's network, E, Bravo, and Marie Claire magazine. Tammy Pickle, welcome to Vibing in Valentino. Hi, thank you for having me. Of course, I'm so excited to talk to you. So, Thank you. Let's get a little backstory going. How did you and your mom get started in this matchmaking business? So my mom actually was single and looking for a nice way of meeting people. So she joined a matchmaker 26 years ago. Um, she went on one date. She actually brought home some videotapes and I helped pick out my stepdad. So she went on one date and it worked for her. So then she started her business just about six months later. And then she's been running it ever since. We started in L.A., and then we've grown to 12 nationwide and international offices. So been going strong for 25 years, and we're just hoping to open up new offices in every major city and just keep expanding and growing. But I kind of grew up in the business, obviously, um, because <laughs> she she started it. You know, but I didn't feel like I had to be in the business. I really started meeting with clients and matching them as a full-time job, and I just fell in love with it. I actually was going to do other things. I was going to get into counseling, but I really fell in love with being able to help people and the personal connection that we have with the, our clients and making them those nice matches that they wouldn't normally meet on their own. And that's when I really fell in love with it and, and decided I can do this. I want to do this for a living. I want to do this for the rest of my life. And I'm passionate about it. And I think that that shows a lot that you're not forced into something or something you yeah. have to do. It was nothing that I had to do. It was something that I like loved to do. So that's kind of how that came to be. That's so amazing. So she went on one date and it worked for her. And she was like, you know what? This is the real deal. Like, I'm going to make this the business. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it worked for her. And she was like, I, I, I want to do this. And uh, she was always a little matchmaker since high school. So she's like, well, I want to do this. And so she just started her business and then, you know, kind of have grown from there. That is so cool. So you guys specialize in upscale clientele. What makes an upscale client? What is the difference between, you know, you guys and the people you guys work with and say like Match or any online, you know, services for a high paying single person? So, I mean, we verify everyone is who they say they are. Yeah, it's so important. Yeah, so like on Match, I mean, they can say they make a certain amount, but do you really know? Um, yeah. So we kind of verify those things. We make sure they are who they say they are. They do what they say they do for a living. And, you know, we do work for a higher caliber. Somebody that's coming to us, they are investing in us helping them find the right person. Mm -hmm. So um, not necessarily, but, you know, six figures and up is typically the type of member that comes to us. And then we have a lot of, you know, multimillionaire celebrity clientele as well. But typically a professional, a higher caliber is coming to us that they're wanting us to do the meeting and screening and vetting yeah. for them. Um, they may have tried online, kind of didn't work for them, um, or they don't want to go that route. Uh, mm -hmm. They're private. They don't want to put themselves out there like that. Um, so then they would just come to us and, and they want our expertise and our help. And, you know, we have a very large database, uh, 25 years in business. I mean, thousands yeah. and thousands of clients. Um, 
So yeah, I mean, we work for everyone from professors, business owners, doctors, lawyers, everyone in between, and then up to, you know, very high profile clients. Wow, that's so amazing. That is so amazing. I'm like trying to think about, you know, all the maybe like the Hollywood couples you guys have maybe matched up in my head. I'm like, oh. <laughs> um, are, are you single? I am. Oh, well. I'm and I live in LA. Too. I know, please. And I live in LA. So I'm going to go over to your guys' office and go see you. <laughs> I would love that. I'd love to help you. <laughs> it's a struggle out here, girl. I know. LA and New York, the busy places. It's like people are on the go, go, go. They yeah. don't stop and mingle. And then if somebody does mingle, you think they're creepy, you know? Yeah, no, seriously. It's I'm tricky. just like, what are you trying to talk to me for? Like, I'm a little scared. Right. right. And when you are out, you're with your girlfriends or yeah. your friends or family and you don't want to be hit on. I mean, yeah. it's, a, it's a tricky place. Yeah. And it's like, you know, in LA, and it's such a big city, but when you live here it's almost like when you run in the same circles it feels like a small city because you keep running into the same people and then if you're in a circle where it's not common to find you know guys that want to settle down and have a family and you know be faithful and stuff like that it's kind of hard you're you're very limited yeah well, you want to meet the professionals that are, you know, have a good living. They're making mm-hmm. it. They're career-minded individuals. And those people are not out and about. You're not no, running into those not. people. No, yeah. they're not. And then it's like if you have girls night, where are you at the bar, at a hookah lounge, at a club? You're not going to meet your husband there. Right, you know? exactly. Yeah, but exactly. We're, we're still going to dive into the locales, like the location in a little bit. But yeah, great. First off, what is the Elite Connections matchmaking process like? So we meet everyone personally. Mm -hmm. Uh, We sit down, get to know our clients well, where they come from, what they're looking for, what's important to them, um, where they see themselves, their goals in the person they're wanting to meet. Uh, So we really try to get to know our clients very well. Um, And then we make appropriate matches. We know everyone personally, so we just try to make the best matches, but we always show pictures and profiles. We feel it's important that people are attracted and interested and there's some things in common and they're both um, excited to meet each other. So we always show pictures and profiles back and forth. Mm -hmm. We don't have a database anywhere. So it's just we are hand selecting clients and then sending profiles back and forth to them. Um, So we are private with all our clients information. Um, Nobody would have your information, phone number, last name, anything like that where they could find you Mm -hmm. um, unless you're interested in meeting them. Yeah. So we just kind of make the best matches, um, and, and then you approve, he approves, we help coordinate those matches for both of you, um, and, and then we get feedback on what each person thought about each other, if they're mm-hmm. interested in seeing each other again, and it's kind of nice because we get feedback, and then we can relay that information. Maybe yeah. you know you, you go out with someone, and you're not interested, but you feel bad, and you don't want to you know hurt his feelings, so we can kind of play that middleman and let them know, you know, she just wasn't feeling the romance romantic chemistry and let's move on from here versus you have to totally ghost him and not respond to him and you feel bad you know so sometimes it's nice they're like you're interested you you were interested and and we relay that to him so it it goes both ways yeah so you are oh my gosh so you are doing the hard part you're like letting people down 
for that. Right, which is hard, <laughs> but, you know, it, it's almost easier that way than, like, this person wonder what you're thinking yeah, yeah. or vice versa. So it, it's kind of nice. We feel like we're friends introducing our friends together, but yeah. I won't be upset if you don't like my friend. We'll just yeah. move on. That's kind of nice. You don't have to ghost people with this because you're right, just like, hey, right. Tammy, can you tell them, please? I am not really dealing. Like, I'm not trying. Right. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to waste anybody's yeah. time and, like, be polite. Like, yeah. you, you, you want to just kind of let them down gently so that would kind of help with that oh my god I, I mean it's different than like uh online or whatnot because we have a good feeling of maybe you and what you're looking yeah. for and your personality and that's huge and like we put two people together based on all of those important aspects that like a computer wouldn't be able to do yeah there's a more human part to a relationship than just kind of I guess what, you know, these online algorithms are trying to make it seem like. Right. So. And of course, you, you don't know if there's a connection until you sit down with someone in person and mm -hmm. see if there's chemistry yeah. and, and if you're attracted and you have some things in common. So that, of course, is the most important part. But at least right off the bat, I personally am letting you know, I think this would be a good match for this reason, this reason, this reason. Yeah. You know, he's a family man mm -hmm. wanting to settle down, you know, all the things that maybe, uh, you know, would be a good match for you. And then sit down and see what happens in person. And, you know, of course, you don't know. But, yeah. like, at least you're seeing a picture and you're like, Tammy, no, I would never be attracted to him. Or, <laughs> yeah, let's give it a shot. You know, so I'm not trying to waste anybody's time right. by making them making a bad blind date or something like that. Yeah. Like, we really want it to be a good match. What are your thoughts then on matchmaking apps and websites that, you know, aren't really doing kind of the due diligence, I would say, that you guys are? You know, people can be deceitful about who they are, mm -hmm. what they're looking for. They might, you know, what I hear a lot is uh, people are just kind of wanting to hook up or yeah. just like talk for months and like you it finally doesn't meet go anywhere. Yeah, yeah, or you meet the person and you're like, oh my god, I wasted so much time because, like, there's no attraction or there's nothing, like, he was totally awkward or whatever. Oh, yeah. You're like, but I wasted two months of talking or texting with this person when I should have right. just kind of met him off the bat and realized he was, like, kind of a creeper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. But people, yeah. people on text and people in real life are two completely different things. Somebody right. can be great on, on text and respond in a timely manner and not be awkward you know because there's emojis to kind of buffer that but right. in person oh yeah that's when you realize that's when you realize you don't really hold a conversation very well <laughs> right or i don't know how many times i've heard you know the person looked nothing like their pictures oh god Oh, that's scary. They to were me. lying about their height. They were lying about what they did, what they make, you know, all those types. Yeah. Or they're, you know, in a relationship or they're oh married. God. You know, they could they could lie about anything. Yes. It's crazy. It's crazy so how especially many... for women. You know, especially yeah. for women, we need we need to be careful about who we're meeting or letting into our lives and and these people can be totally lying about who they are, criminal mm -hmm. history, all those things. I mean, it's a scary world out there and we have to protect ourselves. No, it really is. So you really look at, like, if anybody has a record or anything like that, too, uh, yeah. right? Okay. We do. We do. Yeah, criminal history, you know, to uh, verify uh, um, identity, yeah. what they do for a living, you know, even college records, you know, yeah, we, we want to make sure that everyone's on the up and up and, and we've looked into everything.
why do you think it's so hard for modern day singles to find love? Because talking to you and there's a bunch of of men trying to find their match and then when you're out and about in LA you're kind of like okay none of them are here <laughs> nobody right. yeah it just doesn't it doesn't feel that way you know we're dating. all so busy we're all so busy and we're go 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 working hard going to the gym you know we all have our routines yeah and you're just not meeting people through friends or, yeah. you, know, you know, don't want to date co- people you work with. Yeah. And, and, and when you, like we were saying before, when you are out, you're, you're there to spend time with your friends or your yeah. girlfriends or your family. And you're not, you know, looking to, to meet someone or have somebody hit on you when yeah. you're out and about. So it's just people are so, so busy. And it's hard to meet out and about like once you're past your 20s you're not wanting to meet someone at the bar or the mm-hmm. nightclub or the lounge you know yeah and so i mean i always advise people to like go to events look into charity events and, and different kinds of functions and go out and mingle that way but yeah. you know maybe think outside the box i mean if you, you're not wanting to do the online route then maybe look into a company like ours that mm-hmm. um, has a, a good database of people in their area that they wouldn't normally meet on their own yeah so what have you seen to be the biggest issue in finding love do you think there's a certain quality that is lacking in the younger generation that is like not with the relationship vibe you know i feel like a lot of people in their 20s or so are really focusing on their careers so Mm -hmm. they're not putting enough energy into a relationship because they're focused on wanting to be successful which is a wonderful thing and a wonderful Mm -hmm. quality but i think that's why it's pushing back the age of people settling down getting married having children because they really want to make it for themselves before they dive into marriage or a relationship Mm -hmm. so they're not putting all their energy into a relationship until they're ready it's kind of just pushing that age back of when someone's ready especially for men and especially being open-minded about like you know you have this picture in your head okay i want him to be Mm -hmm. 30 and i want him to be you know six three and i want him to have dark (laughs) hair and i want him to be a doctor and i want him to be educated like it may not fall into that category so like i somebody coming to me i would say be open-minded meet someone that's maybe outside of that specific box that you've put the perfect person into and like you never know you know uh, someone else might be a perfect match but it it may you know not fall on the lines of the perfect age Mm -hmm. that you were looking for or maybe he was married before maybe he has a child like but maybe still that could be your person yeah and it just opening up the the pool of uh, uh, ideas that like you may be able to meet someone that wasn't typically your type yeah one of the biggest complaints that i've heard from a lot of the girls that i know is that we don't know where the single guys are at so where do you think are the best places to find eligible singles speaking from experience the club is not an ideal place so you said a charity event or online or at a matchmaking service but do you think there are other places that they're at i mean local events could be just a a different way of of going out and and meeting people in you know the community Mm -hmm. i I, like i'm in like the westlake village area and we have like a lot of um charity events that are like outdoor wine tasting food events and you know there's just a lot of people that Mm -hmm. like go to these kind of 
charity uh, where they're giving back to the community or towards a cause. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it's also a fun event to to mingle and, and, you know, there's music or whatever, you know, some kind of fun outdoor event. So, like, look into events, like, in, in your area and, and branch out and just yeah. try something new, different you know, um, I mean, outdoor events, concerts and things. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a tricky place to mingle because there's, it's loud and, and, yeah. and that type of thing. But, like, maybe if it's a smaller type of venue where they're, you know, they have, like, a little get-together beforehand. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you know, probably look into taking up a, a, a new hobby. Um, yeah. Whether, whether it's... Um, you you've been talking about wanting to go to the gym just you know join a gym just go out there and like every day go out like you're gonna meet the one so like have your hair done have your makeup like look good don't like run around and like oh my god i look awful today no like feel your very best whatever you're doing whether it's the coffee shop whether it's you know running errands Mm -hmm. just look your very best because you never know what could happen and like my clients come in to me and they're like all disheveled and like (laughs) you want me to back you you should like be looking great all the time because when you look great you like feel great about yourself and you're more confident about yourself yeah I mean I would definitely advise just like always being ready yeah and like look and feel like a hundred percent yeah you don't show up to a matchmaking office looking disheveled you could right. be running into your future husband in the matchmaking office, honey. Yeah, you want me to find the love of your life? Like, look amazing. <laughs> Tip number one, okay? Right, I am the first impression. I am the gatekeeper yeah. to the, the one. <laughs> right. <laughs> what have you found that singles look for that they struggle to find on their own without your services? Is it like... A commitment level like you know sometimes the people you meet aren't looking for that type of commitment I don't know how many times I've heard well we we dated and dated and dated and he would not commit yeah maybe he just wasn't on the same page with what you're wanting so I mean those are obviously conversations that you want to have and make sure you're on the same page about like mm-hmm. is marriage a, a very important are kids very important those are all things that yes come in time and you don't want to say it right off the bat yeah. because you can scare some people away yeah, with, just gonna um, ask that. Des- <laughs> right, with desperation or like okay does she really want a baby or does she want uh you know to be with me yeah um is she, is, is she using me to get what she wants or right. is she wanting those things with me? So, yeah, desperation, somebody being too desperate to want these things. You know, I have this timeline. I need to be married at this mm-hmm. point and have babies at this point. But, you know, it is important to be on the same page with if this person is so focused on their career and they don't want all of those things for like a good 10 years, well, then maybe this isn't going to be the person for you. And the people stick in into the relationship and they're like, oh, he'll turn his tune. Like he'll change his mind. He'll, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. fall in love with me and he'll mm-hmm. want all the things I do. But then, it, you know, it doesn't always happen that way and that yeah. you're stuck in a relationship where, where you're not getting what you want from yeah. that. Well, wait, and okay. I'm sure you've heard that before. I have. Yeah. I've done it before. So, right. yeah. How long do you think a girl should stay in a relationship if he's kind of stalling? How long should a girl stay? I would probably say if it's not turning into what you want it to turn into and you're having those 
um, talks of, mm-hmm. ex- are you exclusive? Are you dating this person? Are you going into the next stages yeah. of relationship? Yeah. You know, I would probably say eight months or so. Oh, my God. I so went way beyond eight months. Right. Yeah. Sometimes it does take time, depending on age. Mm-hmm. When you're a bit younger, it sometimes takes a bit longer. And you're not as on the time crunch of, of wanting to... But we're learning. We're learning from every relationship and every experience. And we, we learn from our past mistakes. Right. But I would say once you get to your late 20s, like you, you will know within eight months if, if this you're hanging out quite often and you're traveling together yeah if, you know the relationship is progressing like you would want it to yeah that's true and you always trust your gut with that right. type of stuff yeah you guys provide services that go beyond matchmaking such as style consulting relationship therapy and communication experts so let's give the listeners a few tips on each of these topics So first, I am not an approacher, so I more so give the guy like all the green light in the world, but I would never go up to them first. Do you think men should always approach first? Um, I think it is nice for the man to come up to the woman or mm-hmm. approach the woman or contact her first. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of the way we do it, too, is, mm-hmm. you know, if the man's they're, they're interested, then he's going to contact her. Yeah. He's going to be the gentleman and find the location and plan the date and all those types yeah. of things. But if you ran across somebody, like, say hi, be friendly. It's not going to hurt yeah. um, to be friendly. And, and, you know, I think maybe sometimes men don't want to bruise their egos, so mm-hmm. they may not come up to you. So if you're really interested, just say hi and, and be friendly and smile and how you doing and put yourself out there. But I do understand uh, from a woman's point of view, it's you want the man to come to you. Yeah. But if that's not happening, put yourself out there, you know, because you may regret it later. Yeah, I, sh- I could never approach first. Sometimes they will just look and they will never approach. And I'm over here like, okay, like come talk to me. They would never yeah. approach. <laughs> right, I was like, right. well, they may, they may be too shy or, or feel like, you know, that th- they may not get anywhere they think you're taken yeah they don't see the signs that you're giving off <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> i have this one look that all my girls have actually coined the nicole look and it's <laughs> a look i give a guy when i find him attractive and i don't even right. know when i do it <laughs> i love it like, i love it but they might not know that's the look yeah i'm like oh my gosh <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> where do you suggest a couple go for their first date Somewhere quiet, outdoor dinner, somewhere where you can talk. It's not going to be too loud. A lot mm-hmm. of, like, indoor venues are really loud. It's hard to hear each other. You know, I've heard so many times they plan a date, like, um, you know, a nice restaurant, and then there's music or something, and yeah. then you can't hear and you can't talk. Yeah. Like, that's super fun for like a second third fourth date but a first date especially you want to get to know someone you you want to talk with them right it's definitely like a cute little outdoor restaurant Mm -hmm. um something different Mm -hmm. somewhere that maybe they haven't tried before so it's you know fun to try new restaurants together that kind of thing Mm -hmm. but like i mean i've had clients that have done picnic date oh um, that's cute 
yoga date. I mean, I've had a, not normally a first date. A first date is normally just like, let's have like an hour, hour and a half of like sitting face to face and really having conversation, getting to know each other mm-hmm. and seeing if we vibe. You know, so yeah. typically quiet dinner date is, is, a, is a good first date. I am notorious for having first dates that go on for like eight hours. Ah, yes. Okay, you okay, so you've heard of this problem before, right? Like it goes yes. on for forever. Like we'll go to dinner and then we'll go to some place after dinner and then we'll go to another place after dinner. And right. it's like by the time the first date is over, it's like I know everything about the person kind of or what they want me to I guess know about them. Yeah, it's putting three dates in one. I love yeah. It. So okay, is that a good thing or a bad thing? No, I think it's a good thing. Okay. I think it's a good thing. I think the more you get to know someone, the better. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you just speed up that process of getting to know someone versus an hour. It turns into the longest date ever. I mean, that's all positive. Yeah. You don't want it to lead into going to someone's home. Right, (laughs) right, 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 right. Exactly. But yeah, if it's just at like you you go from a restaurant to, you know, have a drink uh, Mm -hmm. somewhere, uh, whatnot, it's progressing, getting to know each other and I think it's all good okay good who do you think should pay on dates should the girl kind of offer uh definitely men should pay and I think it's nice for the woman to offer but if he accepts then run 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 (laughs) (laughs) wait yeah oh my gosh yeah I mean completely of course. I, I think it's nice. Well, do, do you want me to help out or whatever? But if he, yeah, if he accepts, then, then you're, no you're out second of second date, yeah. No. Uh, are you absolutely. talking about just the first date or like ever? Ideally um, ever, right? <laughs> well, ideally ever. I guess it's nice for if you're dating for a while for you to plan a date, yeah. you know, possibly plan that. Yeah. Get tickets, whether it's like a sports game or a mm-hmm. concert or this or that right. like it's nice to, to give back or make right, dinner right, right. Or, or or whatever but that's in the future yeah. you know for the first definitely few months he you know should be a gentleman and taking mm-hmm. taking her out yeah what do you think the girl should wear on the first few dates so like the first maybe like three or four I mean anything that you feel like sexy confident beautiful mm-hmm. um and, and depending on the setting, like yeah. you you don't want to be overdressed or underdressed. Right. right. So you you want to. It's the worst when you walk into something and you're like, oh my god, this is way more casual than I thought it was. Gonna right. Be. That like is the worst. I would rather be underdressed than overdressed. Actually. Right. Mm-hmm. But anything that makes you feel sexy, whether it's the skinny black pants or it's a dress that you know whatever mm-hmm. you feel hottest in. You're yeah. Like, when you feel great like confidence will just come out of you so like whatever you feel amazing in is what you should be wearing yeah nothing too showy nothing too no yeah nothing too much um you want to keep something to the imagination right right right. so yeah like uh, i would probably say not too much cleavage and too short you know you don't want to like give it all away on first date (laughs) like you want to you know yeah, you want be you feminine, want it to be but not too much. Yeah, <laughs> with you know the wardrobe that a lot of us are wearing nowadays, that rule can fall by the wayside. 
Yeah. yeah. You know, and we take care of ourselves and our bodies and we want to show it off. So, like, definitely do that. Yeah. But especially on a first date, right. you know, you may be a bit more conservative than overly in your yeah. face, sexy, sexy, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> So speaking of overly in your face, sexy, the three date rule, what are your thoughts? Definitely no sex. Yeah. Uh, Be careful about going back to his house or your house where you may be tempted or it just may turn into that. So just be careful of where, I mean, I don't know how many times I hear it. Oh, um, you want to meet, you want me to pick you up or you want... Just hold off on all of that because it's tricky to not invite somebody in or go in at the end of the night and you're, you know, you got chemistry and you've, you've kissed or whatever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, So I think, I mean, I think kissing is, is, is definitely fine, but just be careful to not put yourself in a situation where it may turn into sleeping together too soon Yeah, Um, because you really want to get to know someone and you don't, you don't want the relationship to start off that way. You want to start off more of like friends and you get along great and and, and that there's so much in common and you, you know, you want to start off with that Mm -hmm. versus just hopping in, hopping into the sack. Yeah. Girls love it when guys pick them up from their house and then that the dropping off part becomes a little tricky right exactly yeah exactly yeah um so so instead you know go somewhere close by your home mm-hmm. where you can just get like a five ten dollar uber or whatever mm-hmm. so you don't have to worry about driving yeah and so you don't put yourself into that situation too quickly if you don't want to so just, you know, have them be a gentleman and come close to where you are or someone that something that's convenient for you yeah. and then something that's easy for you to kind of get back and forth. And, and it's not forever. It's just in the beginning, you yeah. know, you just don't want to be tempted or be used, you know, for, yeah. for that. Yeah. It's much harder after, like, a date goes well to be like, okay, don't come upstairs. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, you have to be careful because, I mean, you're into each other, but then you don't want to regret, right. you know, doing it too soon. Yeah. And you're like, uh-oh, now I'm being used for that. Exactly. Or is- In my opinion, the sooner you have sex, the less duration their relationship has. Do you, do you see that to be a pattern? I have to agree. I have to agree. I think when people hold off and they have, like, a solid connection mm-hmm. besides the sexual chemistry, yeah. um, it, 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 it progresses into a longer-term relationship than if you just, you know, have more sexual chemistry than the other. And I really think, like, it's... I probably would say, you know, a few months of dating quite often, like Mm -hmm. seeing each other at least once or twice a week. Mm -hmm. Um, You should be dating for a few months before you take it to the next level. And I'm not saying that there shouldn't be like kissing and seeing if there's like sparks and a connection that way or even like messing around. But like, I think people jump into, you know, how into the bed too quickly and yeah. then it's more about that than the connection yeah. um the other kind of connection yeah steve harvey's like what 90 day rule something like that didn't he have that rule i would probably say month and a half or so okay. so you know i i would say like eight or so dates okay Three dates is even too early, huh? That's the infamous three dates. No. Yeah. I think it's way too, I think it's way too early. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about body language. What are some tips for the girls? How should we 
convey body language when you're first meeting someone? There's some touching, laughing during conversation, Mm -hmm. flirting. You know how somebody would laugh at somebody's joke and touch a hand or an arm or you have your body towards them. You're getting closer to them, portraying that you're interested in someone versus very standoffish and you would want nothing to do with touching them yeah yeah yeah. i think it's just something natural that happens Mm -hmm. if there's chemistry and there's things in common and you're attracted and and it goes both ways yeah but i think from a woman it's nice to show that so that he feels more comfortable Mm -hmm. because he doesn't want to be too forward if you're not interested right so i think it's nice for a woman to kind of show interest first what is maybe like a red flag that if you're seeing from your date that they should literally just go running the opposite direction? <laughs> um, you know, they, they don't talk about a second date. Okay. Um, they don't bring up wanting to see you again. Um, you, you know, you barely um, get a hug at the end yeah. of the date. Yeah. Um, I, I would probably say those are all signs that the person's not interested but a first date is tricky because you um you don't know how many times i hear uh, i don't think she was interested but she was interested but sometimes it's awkward it's like an interview it's not always so smooth and easy sometimes you don't quite know because you're both being polite and no there isn't more than a hug you don't want to first date because you both are wanting to respect each other and get to know each other so first dates are tricky i i would say a second date is more so of when you know if um the chemistry the sexual chemistry that there's there's sparks you know those yeah. types of things happen more on a second date versus a first so would you say like if you go on a first date with somebody and you're like Mm, not too sure about that. Would you say go on a second one just to be if like they're sure. interested? Yeah, if they're interested and they're really pursuing you and they and they really want to go on a second date, I would say give them a second chance because yeah. sometimes first dates are awkward yeah. and they're not always like smooth, smooth sailing. Yeah. Um, so yeah. so I would probably say yeah. If you're like so so and you're not quite sure, just give them a second chance. Let's just say it was like an hour and a half dinner date. I mean, how well can you know someone? after that length of time right and he was nervous he was nervous and he wasn't you know on his game and you know maybe he'll feel more comfortable the next go around yeah how do you think girls should act to go from sparks and fun to commitment like that's always kind of an iffy stage because we don't want to have that talk too early and you don't want to you don't want to be the one to like be like, oh, what are we? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's tricky. It's tricky. I mean, time usually creates committed relationships, mm-hmm. and, and sometimes it does just take time. And yeah. you kind of know how often is this person wanting to hang out with you right. in the beginning, and it progresses. It should progress into wanting to see each other pretty often in mm-hmm. their off times on the weekends. I mean, if like this person is never asking you for a weekend date and you've been seeing each other for months like maybe there's a problem if yeah. it's like not kids or work related or he's traveling like if he's yeah. around and he's not ha- he's not wanting to hang out or do things like with a group or friends or yeah. things just kind of progress into committed relationship and, and if you are still only seeing each other like every few weeks but mm-hmm. you've been dating for three months like 
you, it should turn into more. And like by that point, you may want to have a talk about it because you might yeah. want, not want to waste your time if it's not going anywhere. Right. If he's like, oh, I'm just too busy. I, you know, I, this is the amount of time that I can see you and it's not enough for you, then maybe it's not going to work and you have that talk. Huh? Yeah. Maybe you let him know, well, this isn't going to work for me. And I kind of want somebody that, that I can, you know, bring out to these events or mm -hmm. friends houses for a party or whatnot and like if you can't be that person for me like maybe it's this isn't gonna work I want right. somebody that has more time and can make more time for me like those are good talks to have because nobody's reading each other's minds so right. um you know but yeah you don't want to have those conversations too early either because then yeah, then you may look Scare a little crazy off. yeah <laughs> 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 Wait, do you guys also closely monitor the relationship after you guys set them up too? Yeah, we do. You know, we get a lot of feedback on the first few dates mm -hmm. and then we of course want them to be as organic as possible. Right. Like you guys connect with each other, you guys set up your dates. Right. But like we 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 actually are really in close contact in like the first few dates mm -hmm. um to give feedback and help and advise and you know those types yeah. of things. But like once the first few dates happen, we kind of just let them do their thing. And yes, we want to know how it's going and, and, you know, how it's progressing and things like that. But we kind of let them, you know, organize and have an organic relationship. We kind of step back yeah. from it once the first few dates happen. We get kind of less step-by-step -step feedback on what happened and, and everything it. about it. And we want it to be just like normal relationship. You take it from here. You yeah. let me know. But like, yeah, a lot of people let us know. You know, we've been dating for a couple months, and I mm -hmm. and I, I want to be exclusive and all those things. And, and they may let me know. I was like, well, you have you let her know that? You know those. Types yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you I, are more I, like the friend in the middle. That's kind of like okay, wait, we'll come to you for advice here and there. Right, right. Come Got to it. me if you need anything. I am here for you. <laughs> you know, keep me posted. And if you need anything, you know, I, I want to help. I love that. <laughs> it's like your matchmaker friend on steroids, pretty much. Right, exactly. <laughs> but I have a lot of I know. friends. <laughs> but Tammy, Tammy's got yeah. a lot of friends for a lot of her <laughs> friends, y'all. Exactly. <laughs> and the best of the best friends. <laughs> What is the one thing you see that girls do that messes up their chances for a relationship? The one single thing. Yeah, like definitely too needy. Okay. Um, you know, oh, I didn't, I didn't hear from you today. Is oh everything okay? Just like coming off too strong, too needy, too yeah. quickly. Um, desperate, you know, desperate for relationship, desperate for the attention, desperate uh -huh. for, especially in the beginning. Oh my um, god! I, I don't know. Please How tell us more. Yeah, I don't know how many times I hear, oh, she just comes off too strong. I have to, I have to text her, you know, all, every hour on the hour. Like it's just too much. I'm busy. I'm running businesses over yeah. here. Like I, I, <laughs> I, like I, I like her, but I can't give her what she needs. She, she wants me to be at her beck and call, and always checking in and always. Uh, you know, giving her reinforcement that I'm interested, but like, I'm busy. I'm work during the day. I, uh, yes, I like her and I'm going to see her and I want to ask her out, but it, it can't happen like 50 times a day. So like, <laughs> chill out, relax. Like he still is interested. Even if you don't hear from him five times a day, 
um, oh you're busy, God. you know, and, and, and I think we look into it too much. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't hear from him today. I didn't hear from yeah, him today. Yeah, we start freaking out. Right, right. And, like, uh, you know, you you text him and then don't hear back, and you're like, oh, my God, your mind goes in a million different directions. Mm-hmm. No, just give him some time and don't don't text stalk him. Yeah. Like, let him come to you. He's busy. Like, he likes you, but he's busy. Relax. (laughs) What should we do? What can we do as a female species to kind of mediate this madness? Keep your crazy to yourself. Don't go crazy (laughs) over the text. Like, be busy. Like, keep yourself busy and don't need him every second of every day. Like, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, you're not in a relationship. You're just getting to know this person. You know, <laughs> you may want him to text every hour, but it's not going to happen. And don't be upset if you don't hear from him, you know, that day. Just, yeah. like, relax. <laughs> take it slow. Take it easy. Like, confidence <laughs> is huge. That Like, you're happy. You're confident in your life. You don't need anyone yeah. to, like, be happy and that's huge coming off needy is probably the biggest turnoff uh i would say to like men or women yeah we've been on the receiving end of it too where a guy is so eager you're like oh my god oh my god no like you need to get a life (laughs) right like i want i want the guy who's not texting me back (laughs) that's what i want Like a cat, like we like a chase a little, right? So they do too. It's things that you don't really think about, like because you're excited yeah. about someone and you want to hear from them. Yeah. But sometimes you have to like step back and just refocus and like keep yourself busy and don't yeah. text the the second he texts. Like yeah. you know, it doesn't need to be so eager. Like you're busy. Like, yeah. You have your own life. Like re- relax. Oh my god. A lot. I feel like a lot of girls needed to hear that. Anybody on the verge of flipping out if they listen to this episode, let's bring them back to earth. Let him want you. Let him come to you. Don't be so eager. Can you leave our listeners with your top three tips to find and keep love? Be open-minded. Think outside the box. Do something different um, to find someone. Always kind of go out feeling, looking your very, very best men and women. Just be like confident, positive, upbeat, happy uh, with yourself. Like you're not going to find somebody else Mm -hmm. and make somebody else happy if you're not 100% happy and confident and like just good with yourself and your life and where you are at. Like be 100% good with who you are, being by yourself, not needing somebody to make you happy. Yeah. People can smell that desperation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's bad. Like, sometimes uh, people will come to me and I'm like, you need to just, like, not be so eager to, like, find the one you're going to marry. Like, enjoy yourself. Like, go out. Become friends with this person. Just go out thinking you're going to make a friend and not, like, this is going to be the person you're going to marry. Yeah. Just, like, be cool. Yeah. Relax. (laughs) (laughs) Go with the flow. Gonna be good. <laughs> Before we wrap the show, we do a segment every week. It's called Weekly Weakness. It's anything you're currently obsessed with. It could be like anything, like a TV show, a song, a product, anything at all. What is your favorite thing at the moment? 
You know, I'm really into baseball with my boys. I have two little boys, uh, six and Aww. eight, and I love like playing with them and just like being active with them. And I, it's like you like you're, you're so into you know your job and mm -hmm. what you're doing and your social media and your this and your, like I just love to get out there and like play with my boys and yeah. play baseball and throw and like watch them play baseball so like baseball is kind of our thing right now and I just I look forward to it every day I look forward to like picking my kids up from school and like playing ball and, and we just have so like, a good connection and we just play catch and I ask yeah. them about their day and it's just something that we have and yeah. it's special to, special to us it's very special to me I hope it's a special to them <laughs> yeah it's like a bonding exactly. it's like a bonding thing you're like the cool mom oh thanks i try can you let us know of any upcoming projects and then also drop your guys's website and social media handles yeah great i'm tammy pickle and our company's elite connections and uh you can check out our website just eliteconnections.com mm -hmm. facebook instagram all the same elite connections and tammy pickle and we have um charity events that we do uh, biannually and we just raise money to help homeless teens in the la area so it's not necessarily a singles event but a lot of singles uh do come and it's a really fun way to meet and mingle and meet new people that you wouldn't normally meet on your own but mm -hmm. you're giving back to charity and we just kind of try to raise a good amount of money and, and give you know 200 plus um teens and kids mm -hmm. in the la area like a christmas such you, a good cause i know we, we we give them like you know necessities and things they need yeah. and toothbrushes and and and, and uh, bus passes and the organization helps job placement and um, home placement and things like that so it's a really great cause through uh through a safe place for youth in la wow. and we just try to give them a great christmas um that they you know people are crying over shoes and socks i mean these people have nothing so yeah. it, it's it's really nice to give back and we just help do that and we have a really fun kind of charity event that we have fun and we drink and we dance and we eat and then it oh just goes God. goes back to helping the community i love that so much so is there like an rsvp link or something that um they can go to the listeners so we have an uh, we have an events page on okay. EliteConnections.com. It's called Party with a Purpose. Oh, um, nice. But yeah, you can get more information with location and, and dates and all of that. Okay, perfect. So I'll link your guys' website, the events page, and your social media handle down in the show notes down below. Thank you so much, Tammy, for speaking to me today. This was such a fun conversation. I can't wait. When I land back in L.A., I'm going to meet up with you yes i would love to help you this was so fun chatting with you and i'd love to be able to match you and, and like really hit me up and i i'm gonna match you and it'll be it'll be a fun experience I it'll promise. be fun have a Thank wonderful you, rest of your day you too Thanks. bye bye i hope you guys enjoyed that conversation with tammy pickle of elite connections if you guys found this episode or any other previous episode entertaining inspiring or educational then please go ahead and give me a five star rating and hit that subscribe button and i'll catch you guys next friday on vibing in valentino have a wonderful weekend be safe have fun and i'll see you guys next week bye